0: Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew co-founder and Chief Royalty Officer of Royalty. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them.
1: I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparent Entertainment Group. I handle registrations and repertoires for performers and rights holders around the world. Hey, welcome back to Money in the Air the Neighboring Rights Podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. Please today, can we talk about how you know if you're being reported to correctly by your CMOs? Because I am troubled by this new lawsuit from Sound Exchange to SiriusXM. The
0: story about the lawsuit between Sound Exchange to SiriusXM is essentially because... SiriusXM broadcasts through satellite radio, and satellite radio has to pay out 15.5% of gross revenue to the rights holders. So, to sound exchange licenses for performance, the rates are decided by the US Copyright Royalty Board. And that's much higher for SiriusXM. Just a recap on what SiriusXM is it requires a subscription to a radio essentially, that is in your car, and it's not terrestrial broadcast, so no AM, FM, radio. This is a subscription service. It's like a premium radio, and everybody pays who has SiriusXM a monthly fee for that. So it generates a lot of money for SiriusXM, and like I said, 15.5% has to go to the music rights holders by law. However, SiriusXM also made their acquisition of Pandora, And they're also subject to specific rates as well. So with Pandora, there are three tiers of which you can listen to music to. There's your standard subscription, which is interactive, akin to Spotify. And then you have your two other tiers, which is not interactive, one with ads and one without ads. And both of those have specific rates, which are much, much lower. There's less activity today on Pandora than there was about 10 years ago. So the bulk of SiriusXM's revenue actually comes from their subscriptions to their satellite radio station. So SoundExchange is claiming that SiriusXM is misattributing the performances to the wrong service and therefore paying a much lower rate to SoundExchange, to the music rights holders, to the performers for performances. So that's The issue here. And they've actually done so in the past too. In 2013, they sued for $150 million and they won five years later in 2018, settled for $150 million. So they're going forward with the exact same amount with SiriusXM. Yeah, we'll see what happens. How would they prove it? How could they prove the discrepancy? Forensic auditing is what I'm assuming is going to go into play, going to look through. The actual records, the revenue, how it was calculated, what was played as much as they possibly can. I'm not a forensic accountant, but they're going to have to go backwards to really audit the usage and what was stored in maybe their servers or databases, whatever they're using to track what performances were played at what time.
1: Did Pandora ever have satellite or was it always just digital?
0: It was always just digital. So internet, radio. So the difference between SiriusXM satellite radio, SiriusXM and Pandora internet radio.
1: Right. And while this is still all alleged, but it would be obvious to SoundExchange if the amount of internet digital went up by more than Pandora was paying them before the acquisition.
0: Or it would also be obvious to SoundExchange, SiriusXM generated... $6.9 $6.9 billion in 2022. Pretty sure they're a public company. So if you just look at their financial statements and run a calculation, you can more or less deduce if there's underreporting from their satellite radio service versus their internet radio services.
1: Got you. That's interesting. Wow. And they're two titans. So the two of them going to court together, is it reasonable to assume that they're going to settle again? In less than five years? I believe so. And does that mean that all payments are, are held up for rights soldiers and performers in the meantime?
0: I don't believe that's the case, no. Okay, good. I think this is more of a true-up for what was supposed to be there historically, and not a hold-up of anything current and future. So this is for a specific time period, likely, is what's happening.
1: Right. And you do you think it has to do with the acquisition and the changeover?
0: I don't think it has to deal with the acquisition and the changeover. We'll have to just see what what really is going on. There could have been something funny going on with the way that they were classifying the revenue. And th- there might be a misunderstanding. I'm trying to give serious exam the benefit of the doubt. People in businesses, they do things to their financial statements, choose to do things. For their, at their own discretion. So it could be that somebody was making a decision on the business side within their finance team at Sirius to do something a certain way, and it caught the interest of SoundExchange. We'll have to just see what the details are, how this plays out. But I think it furthers the question of how do we know our retailers, the licensees of music are actually reporting to the music companies who then pay the rights holders.
1: Absolutely right. And that's a great question, and it applies to the whole of the world. We certainly don't have the right as rights holders and performers to audit our CMOs or PROs, so we have to rely on them to audit anyone who pays them. Right. I wonder if they're doing it. It's nice to know that SoundExchange is being proactive if the alleged infraction is real, which we don't know that it is yet.
0: We don't, but more to come.
1: Well, let's watch this space. Thank you, guys. And thank you for listening. If you have any questions or specifics or want to pass on information to us, it's info at ifr.co.uk. Have a great week.